Hey guys, have you ever been in a situation where you said to yourself, you know, I'm not good enough, or I'm such an idiot, or you've even found yourself trying to downplay any of your major achievements? If you answer yes, then you could be dealing with self-deprecation. And on today's show, we will address why we self-deprecate, signs of self-deprecation, and its negative impact on our lives and social situations. Then later on, we'll discuss how to overcome it and maintain a healthy balance. So stick around. You don't want to miss this episode. Hello, everybody. I am Corey, your favorite podcast host. And I just want to welcome you back to Surviving It. This is our third episode. I'm so glad that you guys have enjoyed what we have been discussing. And that's not going to change. We're going to continue to hit some topics and just kind of work our way through them. So thank you to all the listeners who keep coming back every week, each week. I appreciate and I celebrate you also If it is your first time joining us today, I welcome you, and I hope you are inspired by what we talk about here on this show. Guys, be sure to share this podcast with all of your friends, everybody you know. I know I ask you every time that I come on, but it's important that we share this community so that we can continue to grow. I mean, what the heck? Share it with people you don't even know, people you don't even like, you know, just kind of just share it with them. (laughs) Also, before we get started, I just want to remind all of you to send me your voice messages. I have received some of them. Um, In fact, I think I just received one because I did not turn my phone on silent. But you can send me your voice messages and um, via voice memo app on your smartphone and send them to my email Corey Strong Podcast at gmail.com. And I will listen and I'll share some of those right here on the show. So boom. Okay. Do not forget that. We have a very informative show today. I'm excited about the topic. Um, a very necessary show. And I will not say um so much on this show today. So so guys, I apologize in advance if my voice sounds a little I don't know, not awake. I've been up since like five o'clock this morning watching the coronation of Prince, well, King Charles now. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about the royal family, but I'm a fan. No, I'm not a fan, but I do like them. I like them a lot, even though there's so much controversy surrounding them. I mean, who doesn't have controversy these days? But I just thought it was a wonderful thing to see. And the fact that Harry, who is a advocate of uh, mental health, it was so good to see him there with his family, although his wife, Megan, did not attend. It was good to see Harry because he has lived through uh, growing up in the royal family and just to be a part of his father's day, even if it doesn't mean anything, but just being a part of your family that day no matter if you're fighting or not. we You know, we all fight with our family. So I think it kind of normalizes um, how people interact. And that's what it's all about, is interacting and surviving it. Maybe one day we'll have Harry on the show. 
I don't know. Let's put it out there. But today we are talking about self-deprecation. Uh, so um, if you, have you guys ever talked to yourself? <laughs> I know I, I, I have full-on conversations with myself a lot of the times. And while I admit, I can't admit it may look crazy, but uh, it's actually quite normal. And more of us do it than we care to admit. Even if it's just something just like standing in the closet, like, what am I going to wear today? Or just standing even in front of the refrigerator when you're supposed to be fasting. And just wondering about like, hmm, what should I eat? We all do it. That is the point. Self-talk is a normal and it's a natural part of being human. People talk to themselves for so many reasons, including self-criticism, self-reinforcement, you know, trying to push yourself to do something or talk yourself into something or even talking yourself out of something, a situation, uh, self-management, social assessment, problem solving, motivation. You know, that is one of the reasons why we talk to ourselves. It's kind of like we're giving ourselves a natural shove when we can't get it from elsewhere. But sometimes, however, uh, self-talk can be a little concerning, uh, especially when it becomes the norm in our everyday discussions or those quiet conversations with ourselves. So what do I mean by that? Uh, what I'm trying to get to is when we self-deprecate. So some of you, if you're not familiar with self-deprecation, self-deprecation, it, it is when you employ a language that belittles who you are as an individual. It's, it's negative. It's negative talk, negative speak towards yourself. You do this when you make declarations like, I'm always messing up. I can't do anything right. Or I'm just not good enough. Anything that really makes you undervalue or diminish who you are or your accomplishments or really just downplays your abilities, that is self-deprecation. Any statement that contains a negative self-evaluation, that is self-deprecation. Self-deprecation tends to also plat us down to our peers, meaning that it kind of downplays who we are. But why do we engage in such acts? That's what we're going to learn here, especially when we know it can potentially affect our well-being. I think one of the most uh, common reasons for a person exuding this type of behavior is due to humility or wanting to be perceived as humble. You know, today we live in a society where people are super quick to show you what they have or what they are about, especially by us having so many different social media outlets. I kind of hate that, but I've fallen into it before where you kind of just, it's not bragging, uh, but it's kind of like bragging. Like you want to kind of like show like, oh, I, I stayed at a really expensive hotel this weekend or, oh, wow, look at this Louis Vuitton bag that I just purchased. And we do it because, I don't know, we want to be celebrated amongst our peers. We want to be seen as important or a, a person who is affluent, you know, maybe that's what it is. Um, like I said, I do hate that behavior, but, um especially when celebrities do it and they have like broke fans, that's not really nice. And it just comes off very gauche to me, not classy at all. 
So it's understandable that when interacting with people, one of the very last impressions you'd ever want to leave behind is that of being conceited. So which goes back to my point. Why do we self-deprecate amongst our peers? So to avoid looking conceited, there is a tendency to go in the other direction, which is a bit or a downplay of your attributes, or even to go as low as to insult yourself to appear humble. So in my own life, an example of this that I can share is when growing up in the church, as I've shared before on other shows, that I grew up a musician. I started becoming a musician um, around the age of nine years old. So at that time, I was probably the youngest musician for my church or even in my church district. I was able to achieve a lot of things musically, and we call it talent-wise in church. I had an enormous amount of talent (laughs) where I was able to play and lead services, and you get the whole thing. But the way we were taught in church is that we never took compliments, and we were never, as the individual, to receive any praise for our musical skills. So, for example, say like if I sang a whole aria or anything like that, and at the end, everyone's clapping, if they did allow clapping that day. (laughs) But if someone came were to come up to me after a service and say, wow, you did a wonderful job, I was never able to say, oh, well, thank you. You know, I worked hard on it. No. Instead, I had to reroute that praise and like give it a directly to God. I'm just going to say God because we're talking about religion. So that type of behavior growing up, it kind of makes you feel like, oh, yes, I'm coming off as humble, but at the same time, I'm still the shit, (laughs) if I can say that, if that makes sense to you. So it wasn't that I felt personally that I wasn't good, but the mere act of showing or responding to the person who was complimenting me or letting it come off like, oh, yeah, no big deal, you know, praise God. Um, it would make me seem more humble and, I don't know, it's kind of twisted. It just it just makes you seem uh, more approachable, shall I say. So that's my example. Um, I kind of wanted to dispel any beliefs that I was potentially egotistical which can be off-putting or viewed as threatening because you don't want enemies. Definitely not in the church. So I wanted to kind of dispel any beliefs that that I, Corey, could be potentially egotistical because we all know I am not egotistical. (laughs) But it kind of also allowed people not to be or feel threatened that we're non-musicians or people that wanted to be friends with me, I wouldn't come off like, oh, well, he would never be friends with me. So that's just kind of how that works. Uh, You see similar behaviors um, like what I've shared uh, with particularly influential individuals and highly placed people. And this is just a form of communication. Or uh, I say it's a clever disguise to appear more down to earth in order to win over support. So it's kind of tricky, but I don't know. It's nice, but then it's nasty. (laughs) 
So uh, common indicators also of self-deprecating behavior is when you can't take a compliment. Like I said before, I never, and even to this day, I still have a hard time if someone compliments me of saying like, thank you. And it's just, it's weird. It makes me feel weird when the attention is focused on me or someone's giving me that direct compliment. But the crazy part is that I will literally compliment people all day if there's something that I admire. Like nothing fake or fictitious about it. Like if you generally have something that I think is eye-catching, what well, I love fashion, I will definitely compliment you. But then when it's the role is reversed and someone's complimenting me, I don't know. I just feel weirded out. So I don't know. So as I said before, the common indicator of self-deprecating behavior is when you can't take a compliment. Whether it is a comment on how great your outfit looks or praise for appearing well-rested on a Monday morning, self-deprecation will often produce responses that explain just how old your outfit is or trump how scary you really look under all the makeup. So you kind of deflect from what the person is giving you. They're trying to give you a praise, a compliment, but you turn around. Which, guys, by the way, this past weekend, I went out with a couple of friends, had a few drinks, 10 drinks. So I actually don't look horrible. So I actually do look horrible this Monday morning. <laughs> so I could use some of those compliments. I'm glad that uh, this is just a podcast and not a video. I just thought you should know that. So to avoid appearing conceited, self-deprecation will often provide a swift rebuttal to different forms of flattery. So if someone tells you they notice how you've slimmed down, don't turn around and say, well, you know, I look like a busted can of biscuits, actually. Just accept the compliment and keep moving. Another indicator is when you instinctively downplay yourself. So in certain situations, self-deprecation almost becomes second nature to you. So I have a friend, for example, who is a phenomenal wedding photographer, and he literally spends like enormous amounts of time on weddings and just meeting with uh, those to be married. He meets with the bride and the groom and fulfills their every want and need. And I don't know if you know about the process of being a wedding photographer. It is it's, it's painstaking. <laughs> it's like you, you have to dedicate every moment to that wedding um, as to create a seamlessly tailored production to your client's liking. Uh, so he spends hours on end producing images and memories that last his clients forever. He literally told me that he spends anywhere between three to six weeks after the initial wedding just editing thousands of images and video footage for his clients, which is absolutely insane to me. I shout out to anyone that can do that because I literally don't have the patience. Literally on the 10th picture, I would literally just tell you like, I don't have the pictures for you. I'm not going to have them, <laughs> which is not good. So that's why I am not a wedding photographer. But he is, and he's really, really, really great. Um, but if you see his work and you tell him how spectacular it is, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, 
you really think so? Well, I'm actually not that good, which is absolutely insane because he is that good. He's like a, he has done photos for magazines. That's how good. Um, I just, he doesn't think that he's good. So he instinctively downplays himself when all the skills, all the talent is there and you can visually see it, but he does not see it. While most times we may use self-deprecation to encourage others to feel comfortable around us, uh, it actually could have the reverse effect on you. Meaning that if you frequently are downplaying yourself or being the butt of jokes consistently and putting yourself down in front of others, it forms into a full-on personal attack. Uh, When this happens, it can begin to screw with your self-esteem, leaving you feeling anxious or even depressed, leaving you feeling less optimistic about your own situation. So just imagine for a minute that you told your friend that their accomplishment isn't that big of a deal or that maybe they're not as intelligent as they think they are or anyone else in your friend group. My guess is that you wouldn't do that because you know how mean and disrespectful that is to tell someone that. And that just sucks. But yet we find it so easy to do it to ourselves with no thought. So since we've identified what self-deprecation is, what is the solution to this behavior? What can we learn? What can we do to correct it? Well, number one, the first thing you've got to do is start accepting those compliments. There is nothing wrong with being praised or recognized for your achievements. You've got to get that in your head. It's okay if you make a milestone, if you accomplish something, you need to be recognized because it it motivates us to go on to do greater. Another great thing that you can do is to start keeping a journal. So for self-deprecation, what I like to do is jot down the negative thoughts that pop up in my head after receiving a compliment and just kind of keep track of what I said, why I said it, what made me feel that way, and then do the reverse of that, how I should have responded. And so by doing that, you're teaching yourself a new learned behavior on how to take something that is negative and turn it into a positive. I know it's kind of difficult not to be in your own head at times, but while you're in there, feed your brain some positive thoughts about yourself. We've got to start thinking very positively about ourselves. I think in society today, there's so many negative things that are thrown at us. So we kind of got to stay positive at our very core. And it all starts in the mind, how you think about the situations, how that situation will be. You can always be in control if you stay positive. Um, The truth is, having a negative depiction of yourself just it not any good to anybody. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve those around you. Um, It keeps you from growing. It keeps you from living and loving your life. And life is too short not to love every moment of it. You're not going to love every moment of it, but you can at least like it. So just make sure, guys, that you're being kind to yourself And that you lean into positive thoughts and just write them down, just recite them, say good things about yourself because then that way you'll believe that. You you are able to change your own mind. And also, 
Be mindful of those interactions that you have with individuals. There is nothing wrong with accepting a compliment. There is nothing wrong with putting yourself first in interactions. Well, that's our show today. I hope that this information has inspired you to think differently about yourself. So go out there in the world and be positive and survive it. Make sure you tune in next week because we're going to discuss one of the voice memos that I received. Uh, It's a very interesting story. Uh, It's about a friend group. It is about a relationship or would-be relationship. I don't want to give too much away, but I'll just tell you it involves alcohol, friends, and romance. What else could be more interesting than that? I'll see you back here next week.